All right, all right, all right. It's my debut podcast. <laughs> I feel so weird. I feel like a real like DJ, but I'm not. What is the Carmine Davis show? The Carmine Davis show is everything that's on my mind right now. Um, I'm gonna to people in a very intimate way. Um, for a very long time, I think everyone around me, you know, when I was growing up, being vulnerable and being um, kind of out there. I'm a Capricorn, so I'm I'm extremely guarded. Um, and and during the process of creating my record, all friendship is romantic. Um, I kind of had to unlearn a lot of things about vulnerability and um, that. Saying what's on my mind is not um, what I want to say. It's, it's it's not. There's nothing wrong with speaking my mind. I've always been very diplomatic, even when I was a teenager or a preteen. I would always just watch my mouth, kind of um, choose my words carefully. I was very shy, and as I got older and more mature and into myself. I realized that I was actually very intelligent and I had an opinion and I had things to say and um, I had to become vulnerable to write again and and it has affected my songwriting on this record um, tremendously Uh, and I wanted to share some of the thoughts that were going through my mind um, whether it be uh, regarding uh, today this is my I'm going on a month of a fucking quarantine. <laughs> I have no idea how much longer it's gonna be. So, uh, why not fucking document everything and talk about everything that's going on? Or the relationships, um, the dating drama that I have, and I have lots of it. And it's all going into my record. And um, why not make it like a, a show, a segment? It'd be fun. Share my world with you guys. So this is the Carmine Davis Show, and I'm glad that you guys are listening. Learn to say my name. It's not Cameron Davis. It's not Carmen Davis. It's Carmine. Um, exactly how it's spelled. I think um, I let a lot of it kind of slide because it's not my birth name. My name that my mother gave me that I love I do love my name um James Terrell Thompson um I was born January the 12th in South Bend Indiana and I moved to Jackson Mississippi when I was like uh how old was I like seven years old um I've always been known as Terrell my mom always calls me Terrell I was um in school I was called James I'm someone with a lot of names um whether it had been um in school, um, my cousins growing up called me TT. Um, my brothers called me JT. Uh, my family called me Gigi Son, <laughs> and um, which was actually the original name of this podcast, um, Gigi Son. I love that name. It's trademarked. It's not trademarked yet, but don't steal it. <laughs> I have so many ideas with that. But I've been called a lot of things. But Carmine Davis is the one that I got to choose for myself. I love the name. I thought it was very powerful. And I thought that it was easy to pronounce. But 
everywhere I go, like everybody just butchers the name. But people like it, and I love it. It's it's my name. I chose the name. It's my brand. You know, the name goes with me <laughs> everywhere I go. And that way, I, you know, the name stays at home. That's what it's at. So I'm not on that name. I actually do own that name. So Carmine Davis, stop calling me Carmen. Stop calling me Carm Carmine. Stop calling me. It's exactly how it sounds, or I mean, exactly how it looks. It's Carmine. Carmine. Like, what the fuck? Like, Carmine Davis. What the fuck? It's, it's not that hard. So, figure it out. I don't know. Kevin Aquan. Kevin Aquan. Um, I have a bone to kind of pick with you. I'm not. <laughs> Um, if, if you don't know who Kevin Aquan is, he um, is one of the most sought after makeup artists. And um, he also has a cosmetic line that had um, a new rollout of their foundation. Let me, let me look up these. I, and I am a beauty junkie. Um, in 2015, I, um, you know, 2014, 2014, I, um, Started working when I was in college. I have, I've, I'm college educated, by the way. I was also going to school in that hiatus um, for business and entrepreneurship. Philosophy was my minor, and I also um, went to the com- I mean, the community college for um, what did I go to go for? <laughs> Music industry with my declared instrument as voice. So I kind of I'm a little educated, but anyway, um, in 2014. 24- 14, I got a job at Dillard's there in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. I went to Southern Miss, and um, I worked at the cosmetics department. Awesome job, awesome people. I had a lot of fun, um, but I learned a lot about beauty in the beauty industry. I had no idea anything. I was just some boy. I had no idea about like fragrance and makeup, and they make you take these crash courses, and I realized that I loved the beauty industry. I had my eye always on the beauty industry. I love it. I love um, how it gives people such a, even just from a business perspective, beauty industry is just dynamic. And then how much is so pleasurable people to just a little foundation, a little mascara can change your day. Everybody, everybody. I feel like everybody should have a beauty ritual that they do every day. It doesn't have to be foundation. You know, a guy, go ahead and do some mascara. You know, make your... Your lashes a little bit lengthier, you know. I, I believe in, I believe in um, highlighting what you already have. But um, from 2014 till now, I've been enamored by the beauty industry. I would say that's more like six years. I've um, studied. I was with Estee Lauder. I've been in Estee Lauder labs. I have hours in the labs. I worked at Sephora. I worked with limited brands. All kind of people. Um, so I keep an eye out for little things. And um, one of my big issues. The Kevin Aquan um, just dropped the strip nude skin tint in the station. Now I want to go to. Let me pull up these shades. The complexion in these. I'm on the site, so I saw them roll up on Trend Mood. I want to say if you don't know who Trend Mood is for whatever particular reason, they are the um, crux 
aspects of the beauty industry. Like they get the rollouts, they get the samples all before everyone else, the premieres stop. You see um, there the drops of um, the best brands, Fenty Beauty, Gucci, um, everybody that Trend Mood, if there's a new rollout coming in the matter of months or so, Trend Mood has it first. So follow at Trend Mood. Um, but I saw the rollout for the Catherine Aquan new complexion product, Ethrolist, Etherealist, the Etherealist Skin Illuminating Foundation. Um, comes, it looks beautiful. Let's see what this is. It's a lightweight, medium coverage, moisture packed foundation, creates a natural, luminous airbrush appearance. If anybody knows anything about my beauty loves, that's what I want to look like. I want to look, I like to look dewy. I like to look, um, luminous i'm not a, a very matte person if i was going to do a wear foundation it would be matte but kevin aquan has released these these sound amazing um i love moisture i love everything i love how it's anti-aging um usually moisture equals anti-aging for the most part shade range Kevin Avon um, has done the faces. Let's see. I don't want to tell. I don't want to tell his story wrong. So let's. I, I have a book actually um, that was given to me by my friend when I moved to my new place. Um, um, Amani. It's a beautiful take coffee table book called Face Forward by Kevin Aquan. Um, it's a beautiful book. It's it's a great. It's right up my alley. But. Um, <laughs> Kevin, um, wow, uh, Kevin Kwan was an American makeup artist, photographer, and author. In the 1990s, Kwan was wholly responsible for the sculpted look of many celebrities and pop models, including Whitney Houston, Cher, Madonna, Cindy Crawford, and Naomi Campbell, all the goats of beauty. They're like some of the biggest beauty inspirations, some of mine. Um, he published a number of industry-defining cosmetic books, which are now accepted as introducing makeup contouring to the general public for the first time, which makes um, Kevin Aquan, like, um, I have such so much respect for him. It's for the contouring, because I love a good contour, a slight contour on my nose, down my chin, down my, just get, get rid of it. <laughs> get rid of it. Like, get my buckle, get my... Um, my fucking forehead, my you know, knock it down. I'm all about sculpting, so I have a respect for Kevin Aquan. But since the '90s, beauty has changed. Um, back then, you know, when I first started, even when I first started dabbling into the beauty industry, I'm more of a com complexion, uh, complexion fiend. I love a good foundation, um, but my my first love was always, um, I'm a big skincare person, huge in skincare. It's my, um, my Bellowick, I guess what you would call it if you pronounce it that way. But, um, I'm a huge, um, skincare fan, but, but besides that is cosmetics. And I've seen change when I first started, when I first dabbled into foundation and concealers and complexion products, I was, like I said, at, at Dillard's. And I remember just being like, you know, just all the girls every morning would get ready. Even the guys, um, there was a guy there 
who was over at a Lancome counter. Um, and he would just get dolled up a little bit. He would conceal. And I was just like, here I am kind of looking flat, <laughs> you know, like, ugh. Like, I want to, I want to do something. I want to play in it. Nobody smelled better than me. I, I was in the, the fragrance department. Um, and so nobody smelled better than me. Nobody knew those, um, those fragrances like me. <laughs> I knew everything, but foundation and complexion and all that, I was just like, I was in awe of it. So, um, I knew I couldn't ask a friend of mine as she was, of lighter complexion. So I knew I couldn't reach out to her about um, advice on complexion. So I went up to, like, she was like an auntie to me. Her name is Miss Connie. Shout out to Miss Connie. I think she's still there to live with, holding it down. Um, I went up to her and I was just like, you know, okay. If I wanted to, like, just wear a little concealer and cover up some, some hyperpigmentation, you know, what would I get? She, like, grabbed my hand. She just kind of looked around. By that time, I was in, again, Hattiesburg, Mississippi. So it was, it was to be treated like a, um, a secret project, you know, foundation and makeup and everything. Up until this point, it was my secret project that I would do, um, like so secretly, shush, 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 shush. I'm over here and you, you let me see what, you know, like in this drawer. And she took me straight to fashion fair fashion fair um counter and if you know anything google fashion fair fashion fair is what at the time was is the leading um makeup um company for um people of color beautiful different textures um but to me i felt like fashion fair always really it was like it was dying at the time but she took me there because there were no real solid um foundations for me that was made just for me just to conceal just for my skin to look natural you had Estee Lauder which I eventually started um, to work at um Lauder they had a huge shade range I think that was one of the only ones that I had and then Lancome of course the uh, Tete Dole is amazing foundation um they had a huge rollout um before the Fenty dropped and changed everything and um She took me in there and, you know, such a hush-hush. And I remember looking like, why couldn't I go there? Why couldn't I go to the Chanel or anything like that? But this was for me. And at that time, it didn't. That was almost six years ago, seven years ago. Between there, the, the leaps and bounds of beauty has changed. Again, um, there were people, whether people like to admit it or not, there were brands that um, dropped and had such... 30, 30, 28 to 38 foundation range. It had a really, and, I, and to be fair, you know, I'm a, a cocoa brown skinned. I, my, my foundation is usually, I can usually find my foundation, find my, I can usually find my foundation at um, normal like places, but um, sometimes, you know, I have to work with it, especially when I started to you go into the drugstore. But since, that Fenty drop and made it kind of a silent standard of no matter who you are, no matter where you're from, you better drop 20 something shades. P 
period in the discussion you drop it from 20 it was no no excuse anymore why there it's not like there couldn't have been any shade now you have an example of the shade choices um Fenty Beauty dropped and everybody had shade range sometimes they were so close like you might have had two or three shade ranges am I right like Fenty dropped and there was so many shades so many shades it was a beautiful thing and to be able to just the aesthetic of it all just seeing and then everything that came after I remember my favorite um drugstore brand NYX when they rolled out their foundation range 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 every drop since has had range every drop I've seen a Maybelline fit me range a drugstore brand beautiful range beautiful um formulas and so um having a quan Kevin Aquan dropped I don't remember the exact date I think it was last week these days are just kind of fucking running together but he dropped seven eight nine ten eleven twelve sixteen fifteen sixteen shades of his etherealist skin illuminating foundation today or a couple of days ago in 2020 16 shades in the warm department look it up google it go to kevin aquan i'm on the kevin aquan beauty.com site on the warm to beige it's very warm it's just the, the foundation range imagine it looks like actually multiple i see multiple of the same shades but you take it down to the medium tan and the dark categories and it's very limited i'm very orange and um very limited and i guess i want to know in 2020 what is that saying to us what does someone like kevin laquan up to his his magnitude dropping 16 shade Foundation in 2020. Kevin Aquan. And I think about what they say about the old school, um, the power leaders, the men in beauty and fashion. And, and um, I, I remember hearing stories of like the Tommy Hill figures and all of that. And it made me think like, I used to just like down and play those rumors. Like, how could they be? How could they be? Um, I'm trying to get through this without saying that R word. How could they be blinded by the black dollar? The colored dollar. How could they not want to capitalize on us? Seeing what it's done for other brands to drop 20 fucking shades. 20, a minimum. 20 is a standard. 20 something is a standard now. Am I wrong? If I'm wrong, hit me up. Let me know. My inbox is open. My DMs are open. 20-something is the standard now for your everyday wear. Everyday foundation. I can go to Maybelline Fit Me and get some completely, almost a shade similar 
foundation. Sometimes I forget which number I have to take the bottle with me to remember what number I am because they're so soft. I can't go by the bottle. Kevin Aquan, an icon, a makeup artist, dropped 16 Shades, the man who created my favorite thing, the contour. And I can't even contour with his concealers. <laughs> can't sculpt with that. And basically, the, the, the darker shades are contour shades for the medium tan and um, lighter categories. It's what it looks like to me. And I don't, I've been wrestling with that during this quarantine about, I'm a fan of Kevin Aquan. I do own his um, concealer of his. Beautiful concealer, look and see that. The thick and the, um, that's concealer. I own Kevin Aquan's, not the liquid one, it's a clay one. I don't see that. No, 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 no. I think the sensual skin enhancer. I want to say, I want to say it's a skin enhancer. I'm sorry. No, it's older. I had to order it online and I've heard so much great things from like all the makeup artists and everything that I know it's beautiful it's so thick so thick but still um movable you know um it's beautiful 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 and I own it and I wanted to <laughs> I guess I've been wrapping my brain around about who am I sometimes I wonder who am I supporting when I think about the relaunch of my brand or the, the reimagined or maybe even the complete launch i don't know what you would call it um an honest launch of me as a brand i always think about what would people be investing in with me what they spend their money on before i think in 2009 it was it was a little bit different you know but now it's something else it's me as an artist not me as a brand I'm an artist now. So also has has integrity. It didn't take me much much longer to realize if you want to have a platform, if you want to be a brand, if you want to be an artist, a creator, there's a certain amount of integrity that goes, especially when you're exchanging um, with your fan base or supporters. There has to be an exchange. And when they're giving you their money, there has to be integrity there. Um, they're giving you their money and best wishes for you. Um, I, I wonder what Kevin Aquan was thinking, if he had even thought about that at all when he dropped. And, you know, most people sometimes they drop a core foundation and they build past that. But someone from the 90s who has done the faces and has such a large name and beauty and such influence what is kevin aquan saying to us by dropping 16 shades in the medium and tan and light category and two contour shades for the medium and tan category what is he saying to the the black dollar the color dollar 
because we're important. We're more. I mean, we're just as important. We're in an, we're an impact. We're in such a large impact in the beauty industry, in all industries. We're huge. We're, we're, we've proven that we show up and we spend and we invest and we, um, we support. And I want to know, <laughs> I guess the question keeps coming up, is what does that mean, Kevin Aquaro? That you dropped 16 shades without that in mind. That's all. That's it. That's all. That's all. That's the post. That's it. That's it. For this final and my favorite segment, I enlisted my um, one of my, my best friends from college. We went to school together, um, Molly Carpenter. Um, in the process, we were Zooming. So, of course, we had planned to do it face to face, but because of the quarantine and all that jazz, we never really got around to it. So, we used Zoom to um, video and we're using an audio from that video. Um, so, the audio will be different than the previous jumps um, and from the previous segments. So, if you want the full video and all that, I'm just trying to think of a way. I'm assuming that you go to the Carmine Davis at Carmine Davis Show on Instagram and we will have it uncut. The whole 45 minute conversation has been clipped and cut down to a 15 minute for the show running sake. So, um, his socials are at Malik J, M Y L E K E J A Y, no spaces on Instagram. He's my favorite person in the world, one of my favorite people. And um, I'm so excited that I got him as my preferred guest. So, without further ado, this is me and my bestie, Molly J, discussing the great and amazing legacy of the Janet Jackson. All right. Hi, everybody. This is the Carmine Davis Show. Carmine Davis Show with my best friend, multi hyphenated partner in crime. <laughs> Songbird. Now Songbird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, this is a lot. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so excuse if the levels are down. I've never done a Zoom call. Uh, my energy is already so I was going to try to fuck it up. The legacy of Janet Jackson. I feel like it's the um I think it's, it's crazy how someone who I was talking to Malik about it, we've, we've talked about it previously. I think it's insane how somebody who's had such a large, pristine career and something that people admire so much, it seems like her legacy has gone almost to like folklore, almost like it's like something that people have to pass down to generations that people have to talk about. We don't really tribute to her as much as we should, but somebody of her, her stature should be attributed to and um Malik and I were talking about it the other day about how you you didn't even notice that Janet had just gone just fell off the face of her yeah she just kind of fell off and someone so large after that whole Super Bowl performance where she showed her the little titty and then the fact that she didn't apologize like everything that she built 20 30 years up until that point was gone. Right. 
What was your first Janet Jackson song that you remember hearing growing up? Um, I guess so long. Okay, yes, yeah, that's what my that's my favorite. That era of Janet is my favorite era of Janet. That developer rope era, but even all of that is gone. Do you know what I mean? Like it's people we know when we look at it, like thanks to artists like Tiana and Taylor or um, like Normani. They treated her recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, but it's like she, there would be no Britney and there would be no Selena Gomez. There would be none of these girls without Janet Jackson. Like, and I found it really, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> the Black City really pissed so many people off to the point where they, like, it pro- it's proof that you can literally have a career so pristine and you walk the line for these particular people for so long. One accident happened and you just didn't get on your knees and cry about it and you're done. Absolutely. Because my thing is, it's just like, you know, like you said, if, if this was anybody else, or Cher would have went out there and did that shit, then we wouldn't even be having this problem today. Like, you know, Cher went on and she was still in Cher, you know? Mm-hmm. Like how we were talking the other day, like, you know, hell, when it, it just it happened quick. Like, you know, you, you look up and Janet went there. I remember seeing, like, posters and uh, her being on commercials and things like that. And then last thing I saw her do publicly, The Voice, and she did that performance in a cat suit, like, around 2000. 10, 9, or something like that. Other than that, I don't remember anything said anything from Janet. Yeah, she just disappeared. And it was somebody who we saw so much. She was, she had pan, a pandemonium. Every time she was out, it was Janet Jackson. When you saw Janet Jackson came up on your screen, you knew there was about to be a bomb-ass performance. There was about to be, okay. there was about to be sex. There was about to be uh, choreography. There's going to be choreog- like chore- a costume. There's going to be a production. And they stopped that. Because she did not get on her knees and beg for an apology. Right. They don't like you anymore. They feel like you are, you're not submissive almost, like, to the point, like, they can literally. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, I didn't remember hearing Janet Jackson's music played that much. I think they started playing it Escapade and Kroger or something mm-hmm. like that, or... You know, like, but you wouldn't, you didn't hear her anymore. Like, you just went years without hearing her. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure exactly what happened, but, you know, they kind of did uh, Whitney like that, too, to a certain extent. They didn't do uh, none of the, the, the white artists like that. It is a stark, it's like, um, it's, it's, it's a, it's starting to kind of become un. What's the word I'm looking for? It's starting to become almost like you can't ignore it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a difference of treatment. It goes. It makes. I keep thinking to that. You know, um, that saying that I'm sure you heard growing up too. You got to work twice as hard. Uh, yeah. And, I mean, Janet Jackson created a whole move. Yeah, a visual. A whole she different mood that we had never seen before. before. Yeah, and because a little, a little, 
you know. But you know, honestly, truthfully, I also feel like, you know, it depends, what, what is the saying? You know, everything is done in, in certain times or whatever. Mm -hmm. If she would have did that stuff in these days, then it would have probably been easily overlooked. And not yeah. to say that that's okay or anything like that, but you know, you had several women who, who I mean, Madonna did, you know, controversial things like that back in the 80s and the early 90s and stuff like that. And people, you know, oh, it was art or, you know, this and that. If she would have went out there and had that same performance and the same whatever with whatever, we would have been talking about it for two days. You probably would have saw it on Yahoo News. And it would have pissed, yeah. And pissed a little bit. But guess what? That tool was going to be sold out. That mm -hmm. coming ball. Yeah. She had to know that. That's a classic tale of, you know, they didn't like you while you up. You do something wrong, but you still, you, I mean, I hate to say this, but you back on nigga status. But you that's know, it. that's it. That's just it. Just like how to get the football players and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. You're a nigga to them. You like you. It's, it's almost like um. Uh. Yeah. That's like mentality. Like it's like you know you you're no good to them. And because she didn't, she didn't buckle down. And Janet didn't go back. She's a tourist, so she's very stubborn. And so she didn't. She did her little apology. You know, I'm so sorry. You know. I show my head, you know, and that was, and she went on. She didn't understand why that couldn't be that, you know. And they were like, "No, we want to see tears. We want to see you get on your knees and apologize." While Justin Timberlake is literally on the Jimmy Kimmel show making fun of him, absolutely, you know, and he blew up. Yeah, how cool he was, and it was him that ripped the top off. And I hate bringing up that old, that old test now, but to me, it. it matters because as I get older I start to see that that's a larger scope on a day-to-day -day problem that we have as people you know I could work for a company 10 years give them the most the, the best the best of my life the, the, the sacrifices but then the moment You know, you know, you one thing, and that's it. Get your ass out. <laughs> get the fuck out. Like, get your shit too. You know, girl, you get the fuck out. And I, I think that that's like, I love what I think. I applaud her more than anything because the, her resilience. You can't when you're legendary, like Nicki Minaj says. You know, they they compare you anyway, and. She didn't make a lot of noise. She didn't do anything for the years. Like she, I guess she didn't have to. She had a baby. She did, you know, all those things and took care of her life. But it was still like people like Britney and Gaga and all these people, Tiana Taylor, who um, paid homage to her. And unfortunately, if those people weren't there or if they weren't so humble, you know what I mean? Those particular artists, and they didn't. Um, Pay homage to her. Would her legacy have died? Right. I mean, but you know, it probably would have. I mean, because this generation is so That's what makes it sad is that this generation had no concern about who Janet Jackson was. You know what I mean? Let alone, you have to teach the kids. Do you know what I mean? Like, you really have right. to tell these kids who these people are. 
and I'm, I guess Janet Jackson was lucky because, it, like I said, her legacy was passed down. I don't know. I don't understand why there are not so much tributes of her. I, we did that. They did that one at the Billboard Music Awards, and they did the one at the BET Award. But I didn't. I, it's Janet Jackson. You know what I mean? Like there's literally twenty something years of legacy of artists that have come behind her. You know why is she brought up? Yeah, yeah. Or why isn't she all because she showed that her one thing in her career of a stellar career she sold. She she played she and she stayed real to her community while also being commercial. She acknowledged she was black she put black people in her art um she never changed who she was she never had to and you know maybe she was always teetering to them i don't know and that was that was what what did it but i feel like that's the crazy the black titty really just killed her like <laughs> a titty the black titty, whole titty. the whole city and like it wasn't even the whole it was a glimpse. A twist, and, but I thought she had like a peso on this shit, though. It was a peso, a, 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 a paste, like a pasty right there, like right on her nipple with her piercing on it, which was. Yeah, that's what that's what they really was supposed to talk about. <laughs> yeah, the fact that she had a nerve to have a little. She got a ring on the titty. But it was so quick. Do you know what I'm saying? Like. It was so quick that it they was. had to create a platform they, to watch they it. They showed it. They turned it off. Real yeah. Soon. People had to create a platform to watch it. And that platform, you know, people started sharing it and sharing their little clips from their VHSs and uploading them online. And and they had to go and freeze it and slow it down and enlarge it, you know, and that created YouTube. Absolutely. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, just people don't so remember that. Yeah. Just so they could see it, could she have known that it would it would have been that big of a deal? Because there was no there was no YouTube, there was no. Um, it was just you saw it and yeah, that's it. it didn't uh, unless yeah. you had been recording on your VHS. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. if you recorded it, it was so quick. You, I remember being at home and having no idea. I was actually at a church. I don't know why we were there. <laughs> I'm saying, y'all go to church late. <laughs> we were at, it was Super Bowl at church, I want to say. Wow. Or was it at church? Oh, Lord. I, <laughs> I know the Saints were showing their ass after that. Maybe, maybe, maybe we weren't. Maybe we, I don't remember. I remember. I, feel, I felt like I saw it at church. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. whoa. I remember. I want to say, my, I'm going to have to ask my mama, but I want to say I, we were at a Super Bowl party at church. I don't, I don't know. We weren't really, we weren't really religious growing up like that. But you know, we we weren't like that. But we, for some reason, maybe we were there, and we were, and it was it was playing. You know, I really didn't watch the games or anything like that. But I knew Janice Jackson. I remember seeing something, and I'm like, well, that was weird. I was like a titty, and moved on about my business, you know. And then going to school the next day and hearing the teachers talk about it. I'm like, was that really what that was? You know, like, was that what she what she did? And it wasn't up until then, you know, back then that was a big deal. You know, like a little a black titty on your screen, like mm-hmm. a very black titty on your screen. It's a black nipple. 
I want to make my background. A nipple. Yeah, no, no. I'm gonna see if I can find it. I feel like people need a, a visual okay. of how insignificant this titty was. Okay, so as you can see, can you see me? That's this is just <laughs> do the other way, other way, other way. Okay, this is this is just this is Justin. You know, you can look and see. Let me ask you what you Google. Did you Google Jackie Jackson's titty? <laughs> I jiggled. I was professional. I Googled Janet Jackson um, nipple. This is Justin Timberlake. Looking how he was looking, you know, at the titty, of course. This, this, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. This, this way. Wait, what about my finger walk out? Okay. I've been a little... Cause you got the wrong hand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. This this is just it. This is the nipple right here, and we can't really this part right here. That's it. That was what was. You can't really see it. That. This is what killed her legacy. How many have we seen from since. people who since? Maybe we'll talk about before. I wanna I wanna pull up something else. Okay. That's the thing. Is that Stevie Nichols? No. No. No, I can say no nigga the zoom <laughs> What did it say? Is it flagging it? This this lady is our first lady. Oh, <laughs> you ain't right. <laughs> this is our first lady, and to be fair, this is way before, way, way, way before, way before she had even. Um, fathomed where her life was gonna go. This is this is wrong for me even she had no idea where her career was gonna go. Mm. So she had no idea. She was just getting her bones how she was gonna get. But you know we've have you seen this before? Did this come up when she was she probably got many bones. Mm-hmm. Did you see this? Did you ever see this one when they were running for president? Absolutely. You saw that? This came up a little bit Absolutely. I don't remember anybody talking about it. I remember them bringing up they that talked about you know. They talked about him talking about grabbing people by pussy and shit like that. He had some damn uh, sexual assault allegations and stuff like that against him. They, 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 they put him pictures as a I don't remember seeing much about it. These titties. I don't remember seeing a lot about it. But I could be wrong. I wasn't really trying to pay attention to it all either. Yeah, two different ones. At a time in this woman's career, this killed her career. She don't even have to answer this no more. This is the past. What has she done to make this excusable? Michelle Obama can't huff and puff 
of being an angry black woman. Okay. Let some pictures of Michelle Obama pop up like that. What would have happened? Oh, oh, baby. Let me talk about that for a good minute. They wouldn't let that shit go. And I just feel like that's the difference. That's all. I feel like that was my only... I feel like that's the conversation that people won't have about it. What's the difference? That will conclude this week's episode of the Carmine David Show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, shout out to my sponsors. Shout out to Malik J or at Malik J on Instagram for getting in bed with me and tackling this conversation with me. I appreciate you, my bestie. Um, and thank you guys for listening. Until next week. Um, to get the full extended um, conversation between me and my league, we're going to probably upload it maybe as an episode on IGTV um, at the Carmine Davis show on Instagram, no spaces. Um, you'll be able to see the whole visual, the Melania Trump photo that I brought on the books. So you'll be able to see it there. And I thank you guys so much for listening.